everyone, and welcome to episode 6 of the Revolut Podcast. I am your host, Michael Thomas, and this is the Revolut Podcast. This week, we're going to be going over some news topics, so I'm going to give you a bit of a recap of what's in the news this week. Um, there's a couple of stories. Quick synopsis, uh, there is a program going on in the UK right now, the Shop Small program that's going on. I'll be going into details about that and how it works. Um, a couple more updates on the work abroad guidelines, so I'll be covering that also. Um, Revolut in the UK, now that the UK has opened up, they have some interesting stats to share with people in regards to what people are spending now that things have reopened. So they have like stats on barbers and how fast people are spending. So I'll be breaking that down pretty much. There's a good article over on the website about it. And then only real news article then is the Rev Business is running a free trial in the US currently. Um, and I'll be going into, I'll be reading through the details of what is required if you want to apply for that and how the free trial will work and just going through it basically. Um, other things we'll talk about is um, my portfolio, how it's been doing and if I've changed anything in my stock portfolio in the past week. And then there is also probably the most interesting, I wouldn't even call it news, but I came across a podcast this week called the VC20 podcast, I believe it's called. And there is a interview with uh, the Revolut CEO, um, Nicola and uh, Staronsky. I think I pronounced that right this time. And it's a very good listen. It's not too long. It's about 20 minutes. Um and they go into some details about starting Revolut, kind of what Nicola does in his free time, how he manages his work, and I found it to be very insightful. So I want to just plug that here and say for anyone that's interesting and find interested and in find out more information about the CEO of Revolut and how he manages his day and how he managed to make Revolut as big as it is. Um, definitely give it a listen. It was published, I believe, on Monday, so uh, it seems like to do one podcast a week, and I plan on going back and listening to more of the shows because they have a long list of interviews with some very big-name CEOs, and uh, fun fact, I mean, it's not surprising, I'd say, but uh, Nicola definitely respects Elon Musk as a CEO, um, not because of wealth or anything like that. Actually, it came very apparent through the interview that uh, he isn't driven by money, he's more driven by the numbers and using money more as a tool to grow bigger than using it as a profitability tool, which I thought was very interesting and not something that many CEOs would kind of use as their motivation. So he's very, uh, he's driven by wanting to win and driven by making the best product available. I think in the interview, he wants to be top one or top two solutions to banking in every country, if possible. So I found a very good listen. I listened to more than uh, once, actually, just to see if there's any like gems in there. And I've written down uh, some that I'll cover later on in the episode. But of course, um, the most important part of the episode, how am I and how am I doing and what I've been doing with my week. Um, past week has been, again, pretty good, successful week, I think. Uh, work has been going very well. Uh, we I did a bit of uh, an analysis in the past three months and compared how our uh, system has been doing since I implemented it. And we've managed to, uh, I wish I actually wrote down the numbers, but basically in the same period of say the 1st of February to the 13th of February, we were averaging about 550 tickets into our uh, inbox. So quite a lot for two people to kind of handle. Um, and then the next month, March, we were a little bit higher than that. Not too higher, but I'd say about another 20 more higher. Uh, so give or take about 560 um, emails coming into us. And I'm happy to report after doing all the changes and implementing a smart contact form feature uh, from the 1st of April until the 13th, same time period, we were down at around 370, I think. So very, very happy with that. That 
basically when I average it out, like how like say average 10 minutes per email to make it fair, because sometimes some of them can take a bit longer, uh, it tallied out to be about 27 hours and 30 minutes time spared um, in the space of two weeks, which is quite a lot for two people, um, which has been great because that's given me more free time to work on more stuff for work, uh, preparing more of our support articles for people when we're launching new products, which means if we do it right and I have enough time to do it right, it means less work hopefully when those launch. And that's really what we want to have. Uh, we don't want to launch something and then do all the work that needs to put out a lot of fires. I'm trying to, you know, basically see the fires before they start and try and put up roadblocks and try and not have people that are using the product having to reach out to us every time they get stuck on anything, um, but more they get the answers by either finding out through using the product because we've got the guides already set up, um, or if they can't, then they go over to our contact page where they type out what their problem is, and then that's when they get caught there with our net. Um, so ideally, just don't want people to be contacting us. We just want them to use the product, and hopefully it's not uh, going to be too difficult. And if they find something difficult, then they should be able to find the answer within the product or within our support site, or if they get really then stuck and they can't get the answer, because it's just gonna happen that we can't answer 100% of the people, um, they can reach out to us. So at that point, that's when we want people to reach out to us, because that's actually some of the most valuable data is in that, because when you're answering the same questions over and over, and you don't do anything about it, then you don't see the key questions from some people that can be very helpful, that you know the one out of 100 people might come across. And that's really what you want to do. You want to make sure that you catch those as well because you want to make a product that's, you know, a theme because we, for anyone that doesn't know, I work uh, as a Shopify partner and we design themes for uh, Shopify. And uh, yeah, it can be uh, tricky for people to use, but I want to try and make it as simple as possible and not having them, you know, confused. And if they are confused, I have some sort of a guide prepared to walk them through. So that's but basically I'm very excited about those numbers like they're down like a hundred and something uh, since last month of this month so this is just great news because this just gives me more time to do other things um, so yeah because for me my currency is time when I look at it in terms of work if I have more time I can do more to prevent things from happening down the line anyway uh, let's go on what have I been doing um like I said, I've been doing pretty good. I haven't got my new Revolut uh, card. So the card that was announced last week, the Joshua, Anthony Joshua card. Other people have started to receive it. I was a little I was a little bit jealous that I didn't get it yet, but I imagine hopefully maybe tomorrow it might arrive. Um, but yeah, people are posting uh, pictures online, tagging in uh, Revolut. So if you have one, maybe post online. Revolut seems to be uh, resharing on Instagram and on Twitter. So if you wanted to show off your card, by all means. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to see what that card is like. And I also ordered, I didn't realize that I could order it for free. Um, I ordered the Pride card because um, I didn't know that there was, uh, you had to donate to, I think it was LGB. Uh, I'm, I mispronounced that name, but um, basically donations to pride you can then get the card for free i think and i didn't know i had already done that like from like last year and i've actually i just i have like the list open of uh charities to donate to and i just every so often like i said i'll just put like two euro in each of them because i just can't pick one to just like back 100 percent. i'm like you know i'm clearly into stocks like i can't just have all my money in one i have to like share it out so i just i had reached the limit that was required so i can order a pride card so i ordered one of those and uh yeah um outside of revolut and things that have been going on in my life um what else so i decided to take on the challenge this week of uh i like to call it the tom cruise challenge and i only call it that because i was listening to him in a, in a podcast before on the nerdist uh going back a good few years ago now they were promoting uh, edge of tomorrow at the time on the podcast which is an incredible movie and i go back and watch it maybe once a year but he had mentioned in the podcast that like he watches like a movie a day um 
he tries to go not a day without watching a movie. Um, so he was, that's what he was saying. So I decided to call this my Tom Cruise week. So every day I've decided I'm just going to sit down and watch a movie that um, that just is completely different from the next one that I'm going to watch. So, for example, I watched uh, Knives Out on Monday, I want to say, which I found very, very entertaining and really liked it. Then I went and watched um, a movie that I'd seen before, but not in quite a while. I watched Captain America, uh, the third one. So, um, God, what's that one called? I know Winter Soldier because I still think for me, Winter Soldier is probably my favorite out of all the Marvel uh, cinematic movies. Um, I won't go into detail, too much detail about it, but I did watch a really good YouTube video that kind of broke down why that movie is so good because it's full of a lot of suspense um, and I wish I remembered the, what the name of the YouTube video was but like when I was watching I was like that's exactly how I feel about it so um, yeah I watched that movie um, what did I watch last night uh, oh I watched Whiplash I'd never watched Whiplash before and that was incredible I, I remember I, I know a lot of people told me like I should watch it and then like it has such high reviews I don't know what it was about but just in my head I felt like I just don't want to watch a movie about drummers not to have anything against drummers but I just I don't know and but it's totally totally um more than just about a drummer it's you can find a bit of something to relate to in that movie and I think that's why it's so powerful and not only that, but like the performances are incredible. Um, and there's a lot of, I'm not going to spoil anything at all, but I'll just say like, there's a lot of like, uh, you expect something and something else happens and it completely catches you off guard. It was, yeah. So really, really enjoy that. Um, that's why I'm recording the podcast straight after work, actually, because I want to get it edited, released, and then try, uh, sorry, watch the next movie in my list i actually don't know which one i'm gonna watch um i'm gonna open up my um app that i use for uh keeping track of my movies and see i have like a must watch list i'm gonna see if i can find something while on air that i'm gonna be like yep that's what i'm gonna watch because then next week i can say if it was any good or not um but i've been playing with my phone's home screen so much i forget where i've put all the important apps okay here we go so my lists um, on the list, I have movies I've seen before. Book of Eli, I've seen it. Neighbors 2, I have not seen it. Game Night, not seen. Split, I watched half of it. I keep meaning to go back and watch the rest. War of the Planet of the Apes, I have not seen it. Upgrade, I have not seen it. Whiplash, I've seen it, so I can take that off. Um, Papillon, I'm not sure. Catch Me If You Can, I haven't seen it. Logan, I've seen, but wouldn't mind watching it again. Shape of Water I've seen, but incredible movie if you haven't watched it. Guillermo del Toro movie, very, very entertaining. Doctor Strange I've seen it, but I like that movie a lot. So, uh, But I think for my movies tonight, I'm going to watch one that I haven't seen before. Um, Kingsman, not seen it. Jack Reacher, the second one, haven't seen it. Just Mercy looked very, very interesting when I seen the trailer for it. Equilibrium, I actually watched that on Saturday. I just got like... I don't know what it was, but something just made me like think of that movie. And I felt like I'm just going to watch that just out of blue straight away right now. Let's just watch Equilibrium. And I, I still think that's an incredible movie. A lot of people find it boring or a lot of people at the time just felt like, oh, it's just trying to rip off the Matrix. And very, you know, you can see why they would think that. But um, just really, really liked the movie, liked the concept, liked um, uh, Christian Bale's performance in it. And I think it was like one of his earlier movies um so yeah i like that movie um captain america winter soldiers on the list i just have that on the list all the time it'll never ta be taken off because i just really really like that movie and then knives house is on the list so i have to take that off too uh oh i don't want to watch one that's too long i'm gonna go with jack reacher never go back i know it's not the best movie on the list but i think uh since tonight i'm not going to be able to I want to watch something that's a bit shorter, that's not going to be too serious, because Whiplash was a pretty serious movie. So maybe tomorrow I might try something a bit more serious. Anyway, so that's what I'm going to watch tonight, Jack Reacher. Uh, what else? 
my website that I designed with our theme for my mum, who has been at me for the longest time to make her a website for her uh, company. She is a psyche, uh, psyche, no, not psychiatric. Um, oh, what is her title? She talks to people and makes them feel better. That's what she does. Um, and I even have it written down on the website. If I was just quickly open it, I'd probably... So she's a counselor and um, I designed her website. And I'm very happy with how it came out, actually. But um, we just designed the website to have it. We didn't really think... I didn't really think maybe she would make any um, sales. Not sales, but like make any bookings through it. But... Uh, we had someone reach out asking about having a one-on-one -on -one counseling session over Zoom with her. So she's very happy about that. I'm very happy about that because I wasn't really expecting too much from the website. I just felt like it'd be a really nice portfolio to have everything there. And she could have people that she already has clients that would be interested in just checking out her work that we could have it. And um, yeah, super happy with how it came out. And it's really nice that it's actually people are Googling for this and finding her through it. So awesome uh only other uh thing that i want to mention uh because i want to keep this a bit shorter i don't want to i don't want like these podcasts have been going for an hour and i feel like i don't think they warrant to being an hour long because i especially not today because there's not too much to talk about um so this one will hopefully be, be a bit shorter and uh, the other things that i put on the list was uh so warrior season three i am excited to hear that that just got announced that they're going to get a season three there's a lot of worry that they wouldn't because even though it's an awesome show and if you haven't watched it i really really suggest watching it if you're a fan of banshee as well that tv show back in the day that has anthony Starr, who is um in the boys it was like one of his early on tv shows that i did and now he's in the boys and everyone loves him i think people are finding out about banshee because of him being in homelander in that show but um the guy that i think created banshee or had a hand in doing a lot of the creation with it um has this has uh, is working on the warrior and it's very 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 good um suggest highly checking it out if you're into um, martial arts and interested in finding out a lot about what happens during um, america and san francisco and all the chinese coming over uh, on boats years and years ago um, definitely worth checking out and the only other thing then is uh, i was i don't know if i mentioned it before but i started playing ghosts of tsushima on PlayStation 5. Um, yeah, I did mention this actually. And uh, happy to report, I completed it at the weekend, I believe, or around then. Um, went for the Platinum Trophy as well in it. It's not a hard Platinum to get, like just pretty much... Um, yeah, it's not a hard one to get. It just takes a long, little bit long of a time. But I kind of, uh, like the way I played that game, I did all the side quests before really finishing the main story. So when I completed the game, all the trophies were popping and it was only like a small few things that I had to go around and look for. But uh, thankfully, I didn't really need to watch any YouTube video guides on where to go. It's pretty much in the game. You can find everything you need. Um, I actually never thought about this until I was writing it down today on my list of things to talk about. Um, when I typed out Ghost of Tsushima, I was like, Ghost G of oh, Tsushima T. And then I was like, ah, oh, Game of Thrones, Ghost of Tsushima. I was like, ha, huh, okay um but yeah that's really it in terms of stuff about me guys and what's going on um at least i think so anyway um yeah that's it really so without further ado let's go into the news recap of the week so like i mentioned at the start um shop or I was about to say Shopify, but uh, Revolut have announced the Shop Small program, which I think is only going to be happening in the UK. And for people that are interested and are in the UK and are curious about how does it work. So I know with the Revolut rewards, a lot of the way it works is, um, at least for the bigger companies that have the reward system is, you just literally have to use your Revolut card and it gets picked up automatically. And then that automatically gets the uh discount i don't know if it's refunded to you after you purchase i think that's the way it works for most i think that's how it worked for me for some reason i got one for amazon i guess the purchase i made was with it went through wish and then 
Revolut for some reason, even though it was Amazon, picked it up as Wish because Wish has a, a discount of 3% if you use a Revolut card. But anyway, that's how people probably expect it to work. But just to keep, uh, keep this in mind, for this small shop program, the way it works is um, if there's a shop that's on that list, you have to go into Revolut, click on the shop, and then go to the shop from uh, Revolut. There'll be a link at some uh, part of that page. Maybe you just scroll up or down just to see, and there should be a link to go over to the website. And then you purchase it through the link uh, with your Revolut card. That kind of indicates to Revolut, hey, I'm looking to purchase this. And then they're prepared for the purchase, and then they can verify it. Um, that's that's the way I understand it to work. So if you're looking to you know use this shop small rewards program, don't go to the website outside of the app and purchase it because I you might if you're lucky you it might work, but just do it this way um, because you'll just be you should be safe with getting the uh, the reward um, for this. Um, so yeah, really cool incentive. Uh, actually, I'll go into a bit of detail about what, uh, actually not detail, but let me uh, just bring up the page where I read about this, actually, because I feel like I'm missing uh, a really important element uh, and just to be safe. So let me just go through the article. Um, so Revolut, we're bringing a great new addition to the popular Revolut rewards feature. Get your hands on exclusive rewards from small businesses. Small businesses in the UK have been hit hardest since the pandemic swept the country and nearly two thirds of owners feeling their businesses might not survive the pressure. Um, that's horrible news. Um, we want to help and providing a kind visibility that only big businesses usually have. So if you're a Revolut customer based in UK, you'll get up to 20% cash back. Yeah, that's the part I want to make sure that because I wasn't sure if I read that correctly, but a lot of it will say 20% cash back when you shop with a small business. Uh, not only will you be doing a bit uh, to support small businesses that really need it, but you'll discover unique personalized items that you wouldn't find anywhere else. So that's pretty cool of them. Uh, I think that last sentence actually speaks in droves because I do find with a lot of small businesses they'll have these really really cool unique uh, products but of course that means that to have that cool unique product generally comes with a higher price in like what you would pay in maybe like an Amazon for something similar but not as personalized so getting a 20% discount back on buying something personalized like this I think is pretty cool um, Really good incentive. Uh, Revolut obviously is very popular in the UK. It was one of their first places to open, if not the first. So it makes sense that why they would do this here. Um, unfortunately, it's just in the UK. It would be great to see this kind of uh, feature roll out into more places. But I think hopefully when Revolut grow bigger, get more of a foothold in different locations, they can run these kind of promotions um already like i well that's not actually fair to say because they kind of do that in some locations like uh in singapore i believe they're running the promotion where you get 20 percent back on your purchase of a transportation um so that obviously just applied to singapore um so yeah i think they are doing their best when it comes to giving incentives to some locations um so yeah, hopefully we'll see more of that coming down the line as things grow and increase and get better. Uh, anywho, moving on, uh, the work abroad guidelines. Actually, I did cover this in the last episode, but I want to just cover it again because I believe in the last episode I said I wasn't fully sure on what the limitations could be with something like this. And uh, we have a bit more information now this week, so I'll quickly go through. Uh, I'm not sure why that won't let me... Okay, weird. Um, so work from almost anywhere as long it's, as it's legal for you to visit that location and it follows the health and regulation guidelines that's set out in order for you to go there. So I guess you want to check with uh, your you know, Revolut to make sure 
that it's fine for you to leave. Actually, that's one of the things. I'll continue and I'll cover everything in one. So the other thing is, uh, this is open. Th this feature obviously starts when everything is back open and the, the lockdowns are lifted and it's more freely available for people to go and visit different countries. So I wouldn't, uh, if you're working for Evolute and listening to this, obviously you're probably more knowledgeable about it than me. So me just saying this doesn't matter. But for anyone that's interested, that just pretty much means don't, uh, book a holiday now just thinking like hey I can just do this straight away like no you have to not only can you only be when the lockdown is lifted it actually also you do have to get an approval from uh, Revolut so um, I wouldn't go booking anything check with your manager at Revolut and say to them I guess hey I'm interested in doing this then they will check with the HR and then the HR will probably check if it's possible to do it when you're looking to go and then from then once you get the okay from then then go and purchase your tickets please don't do what i have had the display what's the word i'm looking for i like something like this happened in an older company that they introduced and what i found was people started to book the the holiday and then go to the the manager to ask for the uh the possibility of just working from this location and the manager can't really say no to them and then they have to fight for them to you know be allowed to go so if the hr people said no they can't because of this this and this you you're going to make your manager look like the bad guy so please guys check with your manager they will check and then if you get the approval then you can go and book your tickets because you don't want to end up booking tickets and not getting to go so there's a couple of guidelines it sounds like you know oh you need to follow these rules in order to do it like these are common rules for any kind of business that would try something like this so um yeah it's a cool feature um it's, it'd be great to just go and visit japan for two months um one of the things i read on the article about this actually which made a lot of sense and was quite nice is for people that are you know say living in uh, the us and they're working but you know their family's back in the uk it'd be it's a really nice feature to be able to go from the US back to UK for two months and then not feel bad about going back to the US and saying goodbye to everyone for a couple of more months. Um, I tried to see if there's any information in regards to, hey, can this be something that you expense or if it's something that they're going to expense for people? Wasn't able to find out any information in regards to that. So my guess is it's going to be like, if you want to go, you pay for it. Obviously, we can't incentivize you to go. That would be just too much. But I just said I would double check in case because I know there's some companies that might offer something like that. Doesn't seem to be the case here. Um, let's see what else. Um, oh, yes. The Revolut shared some spending stats in the UK. So I'm just going to open up this article about this and go through it pretty much because there's a lot of data. And if I was to write this out in my own words, I would do a horrible job. So uh, the title of this new story, uh, which is over on the Revolut blog, so if you want to check it out, it's on the US one, and I'm guessing it's on all of them, uh, or at least the European one. So the title is, Here We Go, Brits Splash Their Cash As They Flock to the Hairdressers, the Pub, and the High Street. So here we go. Spending in barbers was up 500% compared to a normal Monday morning. Over £2,000 a minute spent in the pub with the biggest lunchtime rounds coming from Romford, Chester and Portsmouth. 25 to 34 year old men splash out in the most of the pub, while 25 to 34 year old women were the biggest spenders at the hairdressers. TK Maxx is the most popular retailer that was uh, so far, closely followed by Primark and JD Sports. That is kind of surprising to me. I would have thought Primark would have beat them out, but maybe TK Maxx is bigger in the UK than Primark. Anyway, what else do they got here? We got They've got some more interesting stats. So London, the 12th of April, 2021. Brits have braved the snow to splash their cash in England's freshly reopened hairdressers, pubs, shops in the morning, according to new data from Revolut and the financial super app with over 3 million UK customers. Okay. Um, so hairdressers, here's the breakdown. Spending was up 500% uh, in the morning. Uh, by 9.45, barbers were taking in £1,025 per minute. So that is pretty interesting. So sixty over 60000 every hour was being pumped into hairdressers um, on Monday. 
That's crazy. Um, 25 to 34-year-old women spent the most of the hairdressers. I already covered that. They're kind of repeating themselves in this article a little bit. Uh, here it is. The average cost of a new trim was about $31.63, uh, which is in line with the pre-COVID average of the cost $31.56. Pubs were off to a bit of a slower start than the barbers, but spending really took off during the lunchtime break. Spending reached a massive £2,086 a minute by 11.45 a.m. That's insane. Um, and it continues to climb. Of course it does. It's only Monday. Uh, 25 to 3 or 4 year old men were the biggest spenders, of course, <laughs> with an average of $18.82 each of 4.8 pints. Overall, the average size of a lunchtime round was 15 pounds. So a round means people getting a round of drinks. In case anyone was wondering, uh, five, uh, which was about 15 pounds, 24 pence for a round. So a round would be about 3 pints two four pints i believe um which most people are getting two to three rounds each okay the biggest spenders at lunchtime have come from rumford chester and portsmouth all right so like i said uh if there's i don't know if there's much more data on tk max but tk max has been performing retailer the best performing retailer followed closely by primark and jd sports overall spending in the physical retailers is up 2.5 times on normal pre-COVID Monday levels. Okay, and that's it pretty much. Uh, is there anything more interesting here? Uh, Revolut are just kind of promoting themselves in the last bit of it, so there's no need to read the rest of that. But um, yeah, good stats, nice to see. They even uh, on their social medias, if you're not following them on uh, Twitter or on Instagram, they were sharing stories which basically had like a really cool graph. I'm really, I'd really be interested in knowing like what Revolut uses for all these kind of animations and graphs because they seem to be able to do it so quickly. I don't know if they have an in-house guy that designs it from hands from start to finish or they're using some app that just speeds up the process, but it's really, really cool. But um, yeah, they were sharing the stats in kind of little animation graphs, which gave you a really cool idea of like, oh wow, this is actually pretty high. So this is good news. England's opening back up. Spending is going to happen. Hopefully, it won't be too long. Everywhere else starts to open back up, and we can all travel freely and get back to a bit of normalously, more uh, a bit of normal by the end, hopefully, of 2021. Um, other news, and I just want to check. I hope I'm still recording. Yes, I am. Um, and the last bit of news that I could find, I tried before starting. Uh, today to see if there's anything really interesting um, but the last bit of news is Revolut Business is running a free trial in the US and I'll quickly just go over what is uh, you know the requirements so who is eligible for this promotion uh, to be eligible you must uh, meet the following criteria you must sign up to Revolut Business website using an eligible link containing the promo code for this campaign which if you're wondering about where you can get the promo code, just head over to Revolut Business's blog and you'll be able to find that promo code from this blog. It's the one at the top. Um, if, you don't use, uh, if you don't use an eligible link and upgrade another way, you may not receive the first month free. So don't upgrade without going through a link. If you do, you won't get the, the free trial. After passing Revolut's Know Your Customer, Know Your Business checks, you must select the upgrade plan to claim your free trial. You must be limited liability company, partnership, or entity, or freelancer, which is located in the U.S. Your upgrade must start right away. You cannot schedule the upgrade in the future. Uh, when does the promotion end? So the promotion runs from uh, the 15th of March until the 30th. So about 45 days this promotion will run. Um, which actually means this promotion has been running before this blog post even posted. So... You have, guys, another 15 days to get on board if you're interested about this. Uh, what else you should know about this? When you upgrade to the Grow plan or the Pro plan, all the normal terms and conditions and fees for Grow and Pro prospectively apply, or retrospectively apply. When you sign up, you may see a fee for your first month charge on your account initially. If this happens to you, don't worry, they will refund it. 
when you have seven days left in your free trial, we will send you an email to let you know that is about to end. If you do not wish to continue the grow plan or the pro plan, you will need to downgrade your plan to our free plan before the end of the free month. If you do not, you will be charged for the grow plan at the beginning of the month in the second of the month. So you have been warned and don't look for, uh, I mean, if you're late, by a few days it might refund you but um, if you downgrade to the free plan before the end of the trial period your downgrade will effectively happen immediately this means you will lose all the benefits of the grow and the pro plan so even if you got like two days left if you downgrade with two days left it basically downgrades you as soon as you do the downgrade so you'll lose everything uh, you may suspend the end of promotion at any point. In our responsible opinion, or reasonable opinion, the promotion has been abused or made negative. I need to read this again. Sorry. We may suspend or end the promotion at any point if you, our responsible opinion the promotion has been abused or may negatively affect Revolut's business, goodwill, or reputation. We may do this on an individual or promotion-wide basis. If we do this, we will let you know. Okay. Um, and there's really not much else to talk about there. So if you're in the US and interested in Revolut business and trying out the plans, try out for a month. And uh, yeah, all the details is over on the Revolut blog in regards to this. So uh, that's it in terms of news, guys. Not much really to talk about this week. Like I said, the only other thing that I wouldn't really say is news, but like I said, the uh, podcast, the VC20 podcast, Nikolai Staroski was on that. And I, like I said, very good interview. He, um, let's see, did I think, did I take anything away from it? Apparently he's a competitive swimmer and he's very thick skinned. And like I mentioned, he doesn't really care much about money, even though he runs a bank. He's more focused on numbers driven, growing using money as a resource not as a profitable uh well i mean obviously he wants to live and stuff like that but he doesn't like look at it as i want to retire with all this money he wants to use it as a tool to grow and grow more um, and as mentioned he likes elon musk because he is not afraid about voicing his opinions online in the limelight which um when you look up nicola you don't really find him on Twitter at all. He does have a Twitter, but he doesn't tweet or anything. Seems to kind of want to keep his personal life uh, to himself, which is absolutely fine, and I respect that. Um, and I think I quite admire people that are in positions of being a CEO and don't really respond on social media networks because they probably have enough to do and can't really uh, focus on, like... I mean, for me in social media, it's fine. I'm not a big person in, on social media, so I don't really get like a lot of negativity. But I imagine if you're on social media, you always hear from people that want to voice negative opinions than positive ones. And I imagine if you were to try like manage your life through Twitter and having to deal with a lot of that, it's not really enjoyable. So it's understandable that you won't find them uh, on Twitter. But like I said, he admires Elon Musk for his ability to not really care about trolls and actually use the platform and the audience he has to uh, make people like I wouldn't say he uses it as a way of profitability he makes he uses it as a way of communication because a lot of people that buy his products actually like him and want to follow what he has to say and find his opinions interesting and valid and he can also use it as a platform to announce any new updates with his products um so in a way he's basically a newsletter so yeah, that's enough about Elon Musk. I like Elon Musk. I hope to hopefully own a Tesla Model 3 at some stage. But um, probably not till I move home um, back to Ireland. Um, but that is my goal to have the car next. Uh, so that's really it, guys. Um, check out that podcast. Once again, it's called the VC20 Podcast. I should have written down the actual... Uh, name of the guy if you just bear with me for a second i will get his name because i do want to give him a shout out um it's here podcast oh sorry damn doesn't have his name in the harry stebbings is the guy who does the interviews on that podcast 
and seems like they have a long oh they seem to have over wait does it say it here i'm trying to see if and like get an idea of how many podcasts they've released um seems to be quite a lot so like i said he has interviews with a lot of high and CEOs so if there's someone that you're admiring and kind of interested in like listening to them on a podcast likely chances they have been on his so definitely give a listen and with that guys uh, portfolio update um, let me just get out my phone I don't know why to refresh this because for some reason my Google Doc is not allowing me to do anything in it it's like it's very strange. I've never had this before. I can't put my cursor at the end of a word. Maybe if I just get out of it and go back into it, it might work. Or it could be that I have it open on my other laptop. Yeah, it's not It's not letting me do anything. I'll have to type it down here. So, uh, portfolio update. I think not really much to talk about. I didn't get paid any dividends this week. Um, I did invest uh, in a bit of coin actually so here we go uh, my portfolio is down actually but not in the negative thankfully um, it is currently valued at eight thousand two hundred dollars uh, currently sixty six dollars in the green um, it seems like the every stock is doing quite well for me um, except Neo has taken a bit of a dip, which I'm actually quite happy about. If Neo didn't go down, um, it says here my my negative on Neo is currently one hundred and forty dollars, so it's down like fifteen percent. But I don't mind that. That's actually perfect because I wanted to buy Neo a bit more stock in Neo, and I was hoping that it would go down, and now it has. I bought one stock today at $35.10. I'm going to put in another uh, alert for later. Because um, if it goes down below 35, then I'll buy another one later on today. Um, in terms of what I've invested in the past week, uh, like I said, I bought NEO I, on the 8th of April, which if I check my calendar, maybe I covered this in my last one. I think. Anyway, on the 8th of April, I bought three shares of AT&T at $90 at around $30 each. Yeah, I think I've actually mentioned this in my last one, but I'll just, I'll just cover the April 8th anyway, because I think AT&T is actually trading uh, lower now, so I might buy more. So AT&T is currently, AT&T, where are you? $29.79. That was actually a bit lower this week at some point. Yeah, it was down as low as $29.35. So I should have maybe jumped on it there, but not too bad. Um, AT&T is not... I'm not losing any money on AT&T, but I'm hoping to invest more into it and uh, hopefully see it rise because there seems to be a bit of a buzz around it um, in the past couple of weeks. So in terms of... In terms of what else, uh, like I mentioned, uh, so for coin, I got some XRP and, oh no, bear me for a second. I had to stop there for quite a little second. My girlfriend came in because she wanted to get the, the puppy because he was scratching the door, but back on track. Um, yeah, so I bought some uh, XRP uh, coin, I think. I could be wrong. I haven't, <laughs> I haven't done a lot of. Uh, oh, actually, no. Yeah, no. It is Ripple, uh, XRP, known as a Ripple Coin. I bought into it. Uh, I bought twenty shares uh, when it was valued at just around a, just above a dollar. I think like it was about a dollar twelve. Um, it's gone up, uh, which is nice. So I bought another twenty when it went up. So I bought another twenty when it was around one dollar thirty nine. So that currently is, uh, I can see the thing is, I wish they would do a bit better, uh, stuff with the, uh, showing you how much you've made on coin than they do. They'll show you like the transactions, but they won't give you a good indication, um, 
and how much you've made, which is unfortunate. But uh, like I said, I bought, uh, I think I've got 40. Let me just go back here. Yeah, I've got 40 shares of Ripple, uh, valued at $59.15. I think I'm going to keep an eye on that one because that are the coins that are currently on Revolut, even though last week we covered it, that they've added 11 more. So I think it's up to around 23 different types of coin. Uh, Ripple seems to be the one that is uh, doing quite well. Um, it was up quite a lot in the past week. It shows that it's actually down a little bit now, but that's, like I said, in the past week. Uh, the only other coin that is doing well... Well, I mean, Bitcoin's doing well. It's up over 52,000. Well, that's 52,000 52, euro it's showing me. So I don't know what that is in dollars. Sorry about that. Um, but yeah, actually, I, th I did want to cover one more topic. Not really a topic, but I wanted to start including a tip of the week. And it I don't know if this is a new feature or it was always there, but I only discovered it last during the last week. And I thought it was really, really cool. It's to do with um, vaults. So Revolut, you get your vaults where you can save, uh, you know, weekly, daily, or, you know, whenever you want, or you can set it up that it rounds up the to the closest whole number when you're buying something, and then it just adds it in. But anyway, I set up a savings account with me and my uh, partner, and we have it set just, I was just playing around, so I set the goal to be 50,000 uh, euro. And it's going to, the goal, I think... The end date of the goal is going to be the 26th of March, uh, 26th, uh, no, 22nd of March, 2026. So the rate we're going, I think we're adding something around, I'm adding about two euro a day into it, I think. So it gives you actually a breakdown of how you're progressing. So it's saying to me, if I'm going at this rate, and I'm just putting in the same amount. I'm not going to reach my goal. I'm going to reach my goal <laughs> in the estimated completion time. I'll be finished at on the 23rd of January, 21,058. So it says I'll be 48,154 days late on this goal if I keep going at this current rate. It's it the thing I do like about this though is it tells you what would be required in order to hit your goal. So my goal, the way it's set set up, is to hit my goal in five years. Um, and it tells me if update your current transfer amount to be twenty eight dollars each day, and I will hit my goal uh, in time. So really, really cool feature. I wasn't aware about it. I don't know if it's always been there or just because. I started this account with my girlfriend and uh, I was checking it the other day and I seen this, but it gives like a really nice graph and it's it's cool. So like I said, if uh, you want to, let's just say you want to save up for a trip and you want to set yourself a goal, this is a good way of telling you like, okay, well, if you want to reach this goal, you want to have a minimum of this amount per day. Um, so you could just set it up to be like, okay, per day, this is how much it be, should be taking out of my account. So on the the time that it comes around that the deadline is hit, I should have reached my goal. So like I said, my deadline is 1,802 days away. And if I keep going at the current rate, I will be 49,956 days late. Um, so yeah, got to change up my savings, I guess. Um, so that was my top tip for the week. I don't know if I have another one that I can quickly think of. I guess, like I said, maybe I should include a top tip and a, a wish that Revolut might incorporate. And I guess my wish this week to Revolut for anyone that's listening, um, it would be really nice for maybe a bit more of an in-depth breakdown of my profit and loss when it comes to trading coin. Um, because it is nice to be able to buy Bitcoin or buy uh, Ripple and see how much I share with you oin or oin oin man my words today have been totally off but um it'd be really nice to be able to see a breakdown of profit and loss gains like pretty much how the stock uh, options do it gives you a good indication of how much you're up um in total so that is my request and with that guys that is the episode 
like I said, this is gonna be hopefully a bit shorter than my most one, most other ones. Actually, it's it's still fifty minutes. I need to get better at this. But uh, thank you very much for uh, listening. We'll be back again next week. Hopefully, we have some more news uh, to cover, and I will uh, hopefully have some good topics and some portfolio updates. Actually, I never written. I need to write down before I finish my portfolio. Like I said, uh, is up is in the green 66 um comparing that to last week i can quickly check last week before i go episode five i think i was up a lot more than that yeah i was up uh my profit last week would have been 114 dollars um so yeah higher last week but still it's definitely been worse i think do i have my episode three uh episode three no that one I need to make a better tracker for this. Uh, oh, yeah, so episode four was down $230. Um, so, yeah, it's nice to see that we're in the green. And hopefully we'll see some more gains. So, guys, without further ado, thank you very much for listening. And we will hopefully check you out in the social medias. That's right, Mitch. Uh, you need to plug yourself. Mitch is a nickname that... Uh, I got from a job but my real name was Michael like I said um, so yeah social media we're on Facebook we're on Twitter and we are on Instagram we are at pretty much Revolut Podcast over there so if you have any um, suggestions or questions or something you want me to cover or just want to say hello uh, reach me at any of those I will reply and uh, some people have reached out which has been super nice to know that there's people listening and kind of have sent on some information to me to help me out with preparing for each week um maybe the next week i'll actually go into a bit of depth on what my process is for preparing for these shows because even though it might seem like i just throw it together willy-nilly that might have been what it was like in the beginning i've kind of gotten a bit better and a bit more um what's the word uh a bit more uh God, man, words stay in me. I just not like I've been. Let's just say I've been more stubborn about preparing and being better when it comes to making the show. And hopefully, it's kind of transitioning and uh, appearing that way for you guys. So, thanks, guys. Have a good week. See you next week for episode seven. So, ciao.